Welcome to Brand and New, brought to you by the International Trademark Association. INTA is a global association representing more than 30,000 brand owners and professionals dedicated to supporting trademarks and related intellectual property to foster consumer trust, economic growth, and innovation. In this podcast series, every two weeks, host Audrey Dove shares with you a new topic related to innovation and its impact for the legal world, with a special focus on intellectual property. Welcome to this special episode of Brand New in Boston, Massachusetts, recorded during INTA's 2019 annual meeting. This unique event, a must for education and networking, is attended each spring by more than 10,000 members of the intellectual property community and beyond from more than 150 countries. So Brandon, you could not miss it. My guests today are truly inspirational individuals who have followed exceptional path. Michael Haddad is a professional athlete, adventurer, social entrepreneur, and environmental advocate. Despite an accident that left him paralyzed during his childhood, and thanks to his strong determination and positive attitude, Michael has achieved over the years three world records in walking and climbing and has been honored by Lebanon authorities, academia, and multiple entities around the world. Michael has also been assigned by United Nations as UN Development Program Climate Change Champion. He is deeply involved in social responsibility projects to enhance the life of people. David Lossignol is the global head of trademarks, domain names, and copyright at Novartis Pharma AG, based in Basel, Switzerland. Novartis is one of the top 10 pharmaceutical companies in the world, and David has spent the last 18 years working in IP in this industry and now serves as INTA 2019 president. Among the objectives of his mission, he has set up a presidential task force focused on brands for a better society. Today's episode is about how to make the world a better place, the values to promote, integrity, sustainability, and the role played by brands now and in the future. Michael, you're a professional athlete and adventurer. For almost a decade, you've climbed several summits in Lebanon, and in 2015, you succeeded to climb the highest summit in the country. What are the lessons you've learned from these extraordinary experiences? I believe in the power of the human being. I believe in the community. Uh, to me, it's uh, accomplishment and success is about convincing the society to do more. From a person that is disabled, everything is impossible. Defying the impossible, positioning success. And the only way we could position success is when we think towards the future, towards us. It's the I and the we together. So my story, in short, uh, at the age of six, I was paralyzed from the chest down. How do I walk or how do I move? I wear an exoskeleton or an orthesis that holds me in this upright position. How do I move? I technically carry myself from one, one place to another. From a person, and I'm being very short in this, who cannot walk or move, I managed to do these records that, that, that you, you already mentioned. Uh, I'm working with a very big team. There is two elements that are very important. It is the determination of the person. Uh, I summarize it by the power of choice and faith and determination together. We have to believe in ourselves to go beyond and we have to do it, determined to do it. But when this person could reach success, whether me or anything or anyone else, it is how to position this success. Do we own our success? This is the major question. Mm -hmm. Is success by being a superman or having that much money 
or or is success to do something for the future for the community Definitely. what's the purpose so yeah to me this is the mountain audrey to me this is success mm-hmm. uh, to go beyond mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. David, you are the president of INTA for 2019 and the head of Trademarks, Domain Names and Copyright at Novartis Pharma. Why these roles do not involve mountain climbing? You, they also require some high-level vision uh, with performance goals and intermediate milestones, uh, both for INTA and for Novartis IP strategies. How do you balance the daily challenges of these positions with the need to set up and achieve mid- or long-term objectives. Thanks, Audrey. Um, so when, when it comes to INTA, I, I think it's slightly easier for me to um, focus on the, on the mid- to long-term objectives. Um, there's obviously a lot to do on a daily basis for the association, uh, but the INTA staff, on top of doing strategic work, is doing incredibly hard to, uh, to deliver on a short-term basis. My role is more future-oriented, and, and, and the nature of the role drives, um, drives you towards such mid- to long-term thinking. We currently have four years a strategic plan and we've already started to work on the next one for 2022-2025. We need to anticipate where IP is going so that we can be more impactful on our uh, advocacy efforts. We're trying to drive uh, towards a vision of how brands should be protected. Uh, we focus on long-term harmonization efforts and the promotion of IP in general. And all of this is to reinforce consumer trust. Embracing innovation and change is, is also a key pillar of INTA strategy, which I also retrieve at Novartis when uh, we want to go big on digital and uh, integrate new technologies to um, improve life of patients and access to medicines. At, at Novartis, we, of course, have the pressure to deliver financially on a quarterly basis for our shareholders and also on the daily basis for our patients and internal clients as well. And um, while it's, it's a bit more challenging due to the, the workload and, and the time constraints, and the combination of the two worlds, of course, it's essential to, uh, to keep some room in my day and in my mind to work on the mid to long-term objectives. Although most of our company's objectives are yearly based, we are seeing now a shift towards more long-term objectives, such as policy matters and CSR-related efforts. What's your inspiration, Michael? Where do you find so much motivation to keep pushing yourself beyond the limits? And David, as a team leader, how do you share and spread your inspiration and your vision to make things happen? This is a very beautiful question, and it's related to two different uh, entities. First, personally, I bring my power from within because I, from time to time I always meditate and shuffle inside me to position my values, to position... What I love about this life and in this world is something inside us. And secondly, I bring the power from the people around me. Each and every day when I look about my community, the region around us, the world, it's not hard for us to tap into this energy and to transform this energy from within us and to start doing positive deeds. So, Audrey, in, in answering this question in a very short manner, we live in an en- energy. We, it is within us. It's around us. If we truly believe that we could do a difference and we could find ourselves within this difference, it's there. So for, for, for me, I would say that uh, patience are our inspiration. Uh, we always need to remember that uh, all, all we do at Novartis is for the interest of patients. So we always need to have them in, in the back of our mind. I would say it's rather easy to, to remain motivated because um, one of your friends or relatives today can be a Novartis patient tomorrow. 
So uh, it may be a matter of perception, but I do not see what I do on a daily basis at Novartis, such as filing trademarks or designs uh, or registering domain names, only as um, you know, building IP protection on creation of assets. I also see that as steps to bring medicines quicker and safer to patients. So this is how I think we add value. So I'm trying to spread this vision in, in, in my team. And um, in, in a similar way, nowadays, with how things are, are flowing through the social media, our company's reputation can be damaged very quickly. So I'm trying to, to bring and inspire the team to have a, reputa a reputational angle in everything we do. And I NTA, the, the approach is similar for consumers in general, so not only patients, but consumers in general. Uh, trademarks are essential elements in our economy today um, because they have a positive impact on employment, on innovations, for example. And uh, it is essential to preserve consumer trust and ensure as much as we can through our anti-counterfeiting efforts and enforcement uh, efforts that consumers uh, remain in a safe environment. So back to humans, actually. Back to humans, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Michael, several of your most significant achievements as an athlete has been supported by your collaboration with the Lebanese American University's Faculty of Engineering. Can you explain the criteria such as accessibility, sustainability, community focus as to the type of partners you want to work with? And um, even though you're not an IP lawyer, how do you perceive the importance of IP in the different ventures you are involved in? I studied law to start with. <laughs> In order for me to perform and to walk and reaching this stage of, uh, of what I do, I devoted a major part of my career and time to develop exoskeleton technology in a vision to take this technology to a different level. My vision is to enhance exoskeleton technology to produce high-performance, healthy solution with people for spinal cord injury and try to make it affordable. This is point number one. I'm coordinating with many entities, Lebanese American University, American University, entities in Paris, France, the States, Miami, and a lot of people and institutions are coordinating and joining this effort. Putting the science on the side, there is also another mission, which is taking this innovation, this story, this inspiration to a different level. From a person who cannot walk and further to, a perform, to engineering a high performance, Can I mention what I'm, what I'm going to of do course. now? So, one of the things for the past two years, I and we, and what I mean with, by we is the team working with us from different elements. Announced to the world that I'll be walking 100 kilometers in the North Pole to raise international awareness for climate change and push the 2030 United Nations agenda forwards. The 2030 vision is, is summarized by 17 SDGs, Social Development Goals, that target humanity. And when we say the human being and humanity is starting with uh, demolishing uh, uh, hunger, uh, inclusion, going to sustainable cities, going to climate change, and water. 17 goals that summarizes exactly the threats towards the humanity. It's up to us now to meet this agenda. And if we don't meet this agenda, a catastrophe will, will face us all. So to rewind, what I'm trying to do in my life is through performance and through friends from different entities, from different companies, is to create a platform for world leaders and influencers to communicate. I'm using this, this performance. And when I say performance, it's, it's a beginning of innovation 
for a paralyzed person to walk the North Pole is exactly to put on a, pers- a person to walk on the moon. So it's, it's all about innovation. And by this, we will summarize that innovation is our future. But how to position this innovation and how to target our goals together, it's how we shape this future. And when I say, when I, when I mention future, it's, it is the future generations, the state of mind. And by this, I'm also telling the world that a person through a collective identity and a collective understanding could start action towards earth and could start this action now. And IP is the doorway for innovation. So together we could make this change. And who are the people? The world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, 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 is my target. Definitely. David, do you want to rebound on this? Yeah, I think it's a great statement. And, and, and really, to, to your point, uh, I think new technologies, they, they definitely trigger pharmaceutical innovation. So well, thanks to them, we bring better medicines, safer medicines. Uh, some of our recent drugs and some pipeline products, they are real technological innovations. Uh, we are talking about patients here who are in terminal phases of some cancers, and they are literally brought back to life within day through some of our medicines uh, or kits who would never have the chance to have a normal life due to a genetic disease and would never be able to sit or walk without assistance, who can almost have a normal life, literally after one-off injection. Mm-hmm. AI and big data also um, enable to shorten the time it takes to bring uh, medicines to patients. For example, they are useful in identifying at the preclinical stage what could be the best compounds for a specific disease. Uh, they ensure that patients are enrolled for trials more quickly. Patients can also be monitored by doctors remotely or um, any sign that um, there's a disease worsening can be spotted more quickly to avoid kind of complications. So that's similar to anticipating a tsunami or an earthquake through technology, right? Uh, all of this contributes to a better society with less medical spending or less uh, op- hospital visits, for example. And um, a recent elements that I've become aware of, the emergence of digital twins is also highly promising in the medical field because it's going to improve and customize surgery techniques, for example, and adapt treatments according to specificities of, of, of patients. Let's talk about brands. Beyond uh, the product features, there are brands that are more and more in need to articulate and convey a meaningful and explicit purpose in order to stand out and be successful. Think about, for instance, Whole Foods and their commitment to clean and organic products. In practice, how to make such a a social purpose strategy work? How to make sure that it is and not only looks genuine to the brand customers? I think the key is authenticity and putting purpose before profit. Uh, Because consumers, they, they share the same values. And those sharing the same values, they will be faithful consumers. And they will be the best, your best brand ambassadors. So the, the Gen Z study that we recently released at, uh, released at INTA has very interesting data about the uh, expectations of this uh, younger generation. So I really encourage everyone to, uh, to have a look at, the, at that study. Yeah, we will talk about it uh, with Brendan Yu. Okay, great. In my opinion, to answer this question also, IP and brand loyalty acquire two elements, customer trust or, or the trust element and the loyalty element. So technically the brand or brands now should lead by example because they are a major element or emblems that people look up to. So this consumer 
who is loyal to this or that brand is looking forward to work with this brand. So this brand technically plays a very important role in shaping this future. So what if this brand starts endorsing sustainability directly this consumers through their trust to this brand and loyalty? I don't know if you agree with me, David. Yeah, David absolutely. Will follow. Absolutely. So it's simple. This is the game changer mm-hmm. for the future. Mm-hmm. Brands are the game changer. Talking about shaping the future. Michael and David, even though you have both followed very different routes, you definitely know some things about meaningful purposes and achievements. What are the initiatives you are working on which are the most meaningful to you? Michael, you already mentioned the North Pole Initiative. Maybe you have something else, any other project or dream you would like to share with us? This is a very hard question also. We live in this world now. And when I look at this world, I visualize, are we leaving a healthy world for our children? Are we doing or am I doing or what is my duty to leave this better world for my children? Am I doing all of this as a person? Yes, we dream. But does it matter if we dream and we realize or I realize any dream for my own benefit? without considering what is going to happen tomorrow. So to make my point clear, let's say I want to climb the highest mountain, but if I do, will this trigger a change for anyone else? Or if I buy this car or I invest in a trillion dollar company, and I I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I think that my role is to look forward and maybe David and everyone who is listening to join hands, start helping more people look forward. Mm -hmm. What we do now matters for a better tomorrow. On my side, if you ask me my dream, I would say a world without counterfeits and making counterfeits socially unacceptable on a global scale. Of course. And I agree with you. We need to act today. And uh, the the target is really not uh, to work not only on the supply side of counterfeits, but also on the demand side. And we should really educate, as of now, the younger generations around the danger of counterfeits for the society. And so that they stay away from them. And we have an Unreal campaign uh, that is currently very active and, and is, is definitely going to contribute towards making this dream come true. So we, we need to act, I agree with Michael, we need to act today and we need to act together. It's the we that you mentioned. I have a last question. To conclude, uh, could you tell us your secrets? Uh, how do you keep up with innovation, uh, with trends, with other IP-related news to keep up to date with edgy topics and nourish your vision? And I think when it comes to secrets, David has more secrets to share with the world <laughs> if he can share with the world than anyone else. Uh, it's about uh, having faith in us, in the future, in the planet and not giving up. You know, and uh, and intellectual property is the gateway for innovation. It is the vessels, the vessel that holds innovation. And if we are going to face the next 100 years or the coming 50 years, th- the only solution is with an innovation, the innovation for technology, the innovation for energy. Mm-hmm. We know we need all of this. Mm-hmm. So the secret is up to you. I've got a secret <laughs> weapon. It's called curiosity. <laughs> Uh, so I really, I think one of the things which is our, which are important is never live in the past. Use the past as an experience, but long, don't live in the past. Never use the sentence, this is how we've always done it and how it works. And this is why it works. Make sure that, uh, you know, you share experiences with other colleagues. They may 
have the same issue as we have in uh, in any future or they, they they had such issue recently also don't be scared to try and fail make sure you're receiving news and you spend time reading them regularly this is also being informed and being updated on everything that's happening is extremely important so curiosity that's that would be the summary well i agree with david because this is the story of my life when people ask me how do we walk and i told i tell them I felt that much. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you very much, Thanks, David. Audrey. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, Audrey. My guests today were Michael Haddad and David Lossignol at the INTA 2019 annual meeting. Thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in every two weeks on Tuesday for future episodes of Brand and New a podcast from the International Trademark Association. If you liked this episode and think someone else would too, please share it. And to learn more about INTA, please visit INTA.org.